This is Our Millennial Life. Helping our generation create their own success. Essentially, we just talk about shit that affects our lives. Hey guys, welcome back. To Our Millennial Life. Woo! Hope everyone had a nice week. Yeah, I know I'm excited to do the podcast this week. Um, We are doing it from a new location. A new location. Qualcomm Beach on Vancouver Island. We've been here for a week and we're here for another week. Um, kind of just working remote, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Um, just the actual area itself, if you like, I don't know. Like It's we, really quiet. It's so quiet. And if I'm you're into that sort of thing. I'm not saying that as a total positive. Sean is on the fence. I'm like a country bumpkin in my element. And you're yeah. like... I wore a checkered shirt. He Okay. So we saw a girl yesterday oh, okay. in a checkered shirt. And Zach said, that's a lovely look. And I was like, yeah, it's grand. And he's like, it looks like you're like real country. So today I was like, right, well, I'll be a nice girlfriend. And I popped on my checkered shirt and I had my hiking boots on and my jeans. And he's like, you look so country today. And all we need now is um, some frontage, some road frontage. I was like, sweet baby, Jesus. <laughs> I do love the look of a good country woman. <laughs> I kind of want the I'm greedy I want the the mixture of both I want the kind of town personality but also a bit of country in the other that you know how to light a fire and uh, no I don't I don't know I like I like that kind of thing but uh, yeah you look good today she had an open shirt you know we have the same shirt now yeah I'm wearing the shirt we have yeah two different sizes but yeah mine's smaller (laughs) Um, but yeah I hope everyone had a good week Um, obviously the world is still crazy cray cray um yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like we can't really say much more on that it's just been a crazy time crazy crazy one crazy thing after time. another yeah like it's actually insane um so topic today was kind of sparked from a comment on zach's instagram mm-hmm. so he posted for ideas and a lovely lady came back to us and Michelle, who I met in on a trip in Atlantic City, she's a teacher and also works um, on a, a fitness, uh, basically a big fitness business that uh, her husband owns it. And uh, oh, yeah, that's Michelle. Did not put that together. <laughs> Irrelevant, I guess. But Michelle is uh, yeah, a really nice woman that we've been talking, like I've spoken to a few times, mainly online, because um, we only met once. And uh, yeah, she commented with a video suggestion or a podcast suggestion, which so, is drumroll. Her comment was, when Zach asked for suggestions, entitlement and taking responsibility. Those millennials who think they are entitled don't take responsibility. And why compare to those like you who do not and forge their own paths so she elaborated on it saying that she works as a so she works at student teachers and sees stark contrasts a best friend of hers is regional director at telus who said she has recent millennial hires who ask for extended holidays and an increase in wages after a few months a teacher i work with who is a millennial finds it tough to date because nobody can take responsibility for why previous relationships went wrong so why is why there is no evolving or learning coming out of failed relationships hope this helps so just to kind of surmise essentially what she's said there is that she she's 
finding that there are millennials in the workplace, um, in the professional setting and also personal setting who cannot take responsibility for past actions or failures or anything like that and feel like they are entitled to more quickly. So kind Mm -hmm. of the vibe of like not working for what you achieve. And this is something... Honestly, when we came up with the like the idea of the podcast and we were deciding like what would be the topics and stuff like that, and then I suggested we call it our millennial life, and there was hesitation there because we didn't want to be considered to be on the side of the millennial that is kind of just expects things and is is a certain way. Exactly what Michelle is talking about there, yeah. um, which I think is interesting. And like you were very hesitant to use the yeah, name. Yeah, I use. was <laughs> like for quite a while. I didn't like it. Yeah. Because it's a real pet peeve of mine. Mm. I re- it really irks me when people just feel like they're entitled to this yep. or to something. I'm like, no, you're not. Go and work hard. Like, nothing will come of getting stuff easy. Yeah. And I just think it's... I've seen it in work. I've seen it in personal life when people are just like, mm, well, why shouldn't I get that? I'm like, because you haven't done anything to earn it. And I guess that's like, you know, something we want to achieve from the actual podcast itself is like to to really show that like, although the millennial life is, is it like if you achieve all the kind of the good things from a millennial life, it's fantastic, but it's also hard work, you know, like, and there's not, it's not just handed to you. And we just want to show that side of things. Mm. Um, Why do you think that people, some people might have that attitude of like, oh, well, I deserve extended leave and more pay after a few months of working with like a massive company like TELUS? <sighs> Pretty simple in my mind. It's like when you grow up in a world where there's no failure, mm. you expect the absolute world. Um, and I think that's where it comes from. It's like, you know, you know this thing, and I think this is this has carried on to do the, um, what's the Generation Z? Mm. um where there's no loss it's like yeah everyone is a winner. it's participation prizes Woo! you won you won you won there's no first prize um that blows my mind that's crazy yeah like that literally blows my mind i do think like when i was in school like say take sports days also guys sorry for the background noise we're in a communal house so when i was in school like i don't know i'd say it was the same with you like there was no participation prize no like win sports day first second third. you get first second third yeah drama feshes first second third highly commended commended the rest of you well done you did good but you don't get a prize because you weren't the best yeah and that's good because it teaches you how to fail mm-hmm. and teaches you how to not win Whereas really important stuff so important to learn now i think it's even worse like in schools like it's like everyone gets a participation prize i'm like but you lost yeah because they don't want to upset children oh get over it hmm. like I'm sorry, get over it. That just creates such a toxic, like just such a rude reality of Mm -hmm. when these children find What happens when they have their first breakup? Like what happens when they don't get that job interview? That's funny. That's what came to mind straight away. It was like, I think for me, like the first time where it was like, holy shit, like life cannot go my way Mm. was like a a breakup is a very good example because like you go through that heartache that's like, it's it's you don't understand it but it's very sore yeah and you i think i've always said this to people everyone should go through a really bad one mm. because you need to understand like that not everything will go your way yeah across the board like you have to fail to know how to achieve Ooh, that's a good little quote yeah there you I go like that we just thought of the podcast title you have to fail to learn how to achieve like 
And I think that is with work. Mm-hmm. For instance, you get your first interview out of college. You get the job. You get a good job. It's nice. It's cushy. You're on a career path. You have opportunity to grow and learn. But because you've always won, you expect to keep winning. It's like, well, sometimes you got to slog it out for a couple of years. You got to yeah. keep pushing. You got to keep doing it. And like, you may stay stagnant mm-hmm. for a couple of years, but that's okay. Because in the long run, if you want to build your career within this company, you will. Like yeah. your loyalty will be commended and will be recognized like even with kind of in the recruitment world like talking to clients millennials had a terrible name in the job have a terrible name in the job market yeah definitely terrible i worked in recruitment as well so i can definitely back her up yeah people are just like oh like they'll give us six months and they'll be off and i'm like well like at the moment if you get a hire for two years like you're doing really solid yeah that's apparently an amazing thing yeah like and that's what i always say to clients they're like no they'll be gone in two years i'm like you get two years out of them you're doing good but do you think like do you think that is the bad like i don't think that's the the problematic millennials like (sighs) i lasted like 14 months in a job but i'm a very driven millennial that doesn't mean like I i think i think it's a factor of why millennials get a bad name I guess because they can't it's annoying yeah as an employer it's annoying mm-hmm. like you, you it is annoying you Definitely. invest time and money into training someone you invest energy into getting to know them and getting them to know your business and everything and then it's like well I want a promotion now so like, well we can't give you a promotion now because there's nowhere to promote you to yeah you gotta wait they're not willing to not willing to put in the time no so it's like okay well you won't give me a promotion or you won't give me a pay raise i'm off yeah i'm out of here and i get it personally i get it kind of get it too well like i would do the same thing yeah like let's be real i would like uh, if i kind of reach point where it's like well i feel like i'm capped and i'm too young to be capped and i don't want to be and i know that i need to move in order to go up Mm mm-hmm so I do get that perspective, but then also like from an employer's perspective, like, oh my God, the headache. Yeah, like I feel like in a way that could be, it could, it could we could be talking about two different people here. Like you've got the people like me and you that are just very driven and we just mm-hmm. want a lot and we kind of want a lot on our own terms. But then you also got the people in the workplace that are just like, I don't want to work. I, I just but I want, want all the rewards that come with time off kind of and promotions and, and like like whatever else that comes with the the good side of a job that's what they want yeah. you know i don't so, i don't get that no no nor me because i think my views are very much like based on meritocracy it's like you work hard and you'll get recognized and rewarded yeah. for it like i just i don't understand people that just like expect things to be handed to them on a silver platter like even coming from a background where I have had quite a lot kind of given to me I still see the value in hard work Mm -hmm. and I still see the necessity of putting in a serious serious grind yeah because I want to now start handing myself things on silver platters paid for by myself and earned for myself Mm -hmm. yeah so I don't get those people that are like well i i deserve this i'm like why why do you deserve this 
yeah like I, I really do have to say I like I would say 99% of the time it is down to how they're grown up like if you're just constantly handed things then naturally like you don't really know what it's like to achieve something on your own terms like so how do you explain my way of thinking that you weren't always given absolutely everything you wanted I was given a lot hmm like my mom and dad really looked after us yeah I guess I, I guess I don't know you're a you're well one thing that sticks out is you're surrounded by very good work ethic your parents I work suppose, hard yeah they do you know and, and I've, get, I've been in your house like your dad doesn't just like 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 he yes you get a lot of what you want but like at the same time he doesn't take the pace yeah fair you know like you worked your childhood you worked for your mom's business i've worked since i was like 10 yeah and the, the fact that you worked so hard just shows because you didn't even realize until now like until, like you just thought you were handed everything little did you know like you have been actually working for your for your mom for take two mm. for years i guess so you earned it i would say yeah and like what strikes me about you and your sister is that like you know again you do have everything you want but like at the same time you have very amazing manners and like you'll help to clean and like you know how to cook and you know how to do all these things like i think the millennials the problematic millennials are the ones that don't know any of this because they just kind of sit around so like do you think that's a class thing I don't know and that's why I'm really trying to understand here is like what causes the millennials that are the ones giving us the bad name but it's also a minority I think hmm I'd like to think yeah I'd really hope it's a minority because I know like majority of my friends work super hard yeah and I guess and it's they, the minority that gives the bad name it, but that's the case in every s- fraction of society in yeah. every single sector of society, it's the minority that gives the majority a bad name. Yeah. And I do think that that's the case with millennials, to be honest. Like, I think millennials expect a lot. And for the most part, they will go out and chase and hunt and grind it out to get it because they have such high standards for themselves. I think the issue in society is going to come when, like, the 10-year-olds are in the working class. Like, 10-year-old kids now... Because they don't know how to lose. They yeah, don't, yeah, I they, think that too. I think we, gonna, have a, we have a bigger oh, problem. Oh man, they're going to be, like, I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> I really think it's breeding a very, very dangerous, like, generation coming up. Because yeah. it's like, if you can't teach children how to lose, it's going to be a nightmare. Absolutely. Like, it's literally going to be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I've had kids in class before that, like, if they, because in my like drama classes i will make kids lose i'm like nope you're out sorry yeah and they're just like i don't want to go out like but i'm like no you're you're out i'm so sorry i have seen so many tantrums from children like screaming tantrums on the floor kicking and screaming because they're out and they don't know how to lose yeah yeah like i think like (laughs) i think the sooner you become more accepting with losing and failure like the oh my god like it makes life so much fucking easier yeah it really does like yeah you know like oh rejection good got that rejection out of the way that's one less rejection to come mm. coming my way like i'm one step closer to success yeah if you get into that mentality it's just amazing yeah it's just like for the most part rejection is nothing personal no 
like even in dating a lot of the time rejection is down to the other person as well they're like no i'm not really at the right time yes there will be obviously kind of person like i don't think we get along very well that i'm gonna reject you fair enough but there's also an element of them in that it's like i don't think like of course rejection hurts of course it does meant to Mm. exactly you're meant to get comfortable with that in a sense well you're or you're wanting to run away from the discomfort of it. Yeah. Like, if you don't enjoy the feeling of rejection, you're going to better yourself, streamline the processes of whatever you're doing in order to see the most success. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, I do get what you mean, but you're not at the same time. What, you, what you're saying is you're not running away from it either. No. You're willing but you're you're you're, to... you're doing you're making changes and where do you learn to make those changes rejection yeah like <laughs> i think rejection's really how else yeah like, how else are you so going to carve your own path yeah and failure it's like that's not a bad thing yeah like failure is not bad i would prefer to fail and learn from my mistakes than to never fail and then have this ultimate bloody failure and shit hits the fan and we go back to square one i'd like little ones yeah. I would much rather take little failures along the way than the almighty one. Yeah, I feel the people that haven't experienced rejection are the people that want everything handed to them mm. because they don't know how to carve their own way. Mm. That's why they need it handed to them. Like, what would you say has been the most poignant or standout moment of like rejection or failure that you feel like you've learnt the most from oh hmm what has been my I failed college that was a rejection that was like a a slap in the face like yeah like but that was serious (laughs) because I was like oh crap Mm. I'm a year out now like or more and you've got your like everyone's coming down on you you've got your parents and all that so like i finished uh, i've said this before i did uh, business computing in school on the f- second year i failed and i didn't just fail the repeat i failed the year because of two modules um and that was really like that was a, a wake-up call because i was like holy crap like life just goes on everyone else continued on mm. and all of a sudden i was stuck and i was like what do i do now like you know like my parents were like for the first while i just started going out way more and then i was like okay this is reality because i was running out of money and uh, then i noticed like my parents were pissed off at me and i was going down this wrong direction which is not like me at all mm. so then i kind of picked myself up got myself is that a the that we first started again yeah yeah that was together. when we started talking i was because then you know when we started talking at that point i had three jobs oh yeah because I was just like... And he rejected me. <laughs> yeah. Big dick. I was very busy, to be honest. I was had a lot of jobs on. And you're not good at rejection either. No. <laughs> <laughs> she was probably like, what is this? Why is this man not loving me? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was my first experience with rejection, I'd say. And I'm definitely like, if you could say, if you said to me now, you can have that year, then I would be like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. That was that was a, a year, probably the most beneficial mm. year that I've had. Yeah. Plus, it meant we finished college at the same year then. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out really well, actually. Yeah. What like, about you? I was kind of just thinking. Like, I, I think I got good with rejection from acting for so many years. True. Like, the amount of auditions that I went to that I didn't get, 
I kind of just got used to it. I was like, yeah. meh, like whatever. But like, I remember being rejected like down to the last two for a really good gig. And they called and they're like, we love meeting you. Like I'd met the producer, I'd met the director. Like this was a really good gig. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we think that you were the better actor, but the other girl looks more like the mom oh, that we cast. There's I was nothing like, you can do about that. There's nothing. Yeah. I'm like, put contacts in, dye my hair, cut it, whatever. But it was just a better match. Yeah. And like that one, I remember just bloody stung. Because I was like so close yeah. And I was so excited about it. Especially when it's not down to talent as well. It's even no. Morning. And like it was the fact that they'd said you were better. Mm-hmm. But you didn't look enough alike the mom. Yeah. Enough alike? <clears throat> enough. Enough. Like the mom. Yeah. <laughs> enough alike. <laughs> Shit was. It was crap. Life goes on though. It was crap. But I was like. It took me a little bit of time actually after that one I think. To kind of get back into it. But I do think, like, I've been rejected consistently since I was, like, five. Yeah. From the audition circuit. And, like, I think that's really good for kids. I'm like, even if a kid doesn't want to be an actor, put them on the the audition. I can't speak today. I'm so tired. (laughs) We've been training back in the gym. Put them on the audition circuit because it teaches them how to lose. Yeah. And to go back. Yeah. It's the whole thing of get back on the horse. Like... I do think that that probably bred a hell of a lot of self-consciousness, but also... Built someone a strong. A real grit. Yeah. And then also, like, obviously going into recruitment and everything like that. Like, the amount of times that I've had failures over the last year of, like, down to, like, final stages of a job when I'm going to see a nice big commission check. You already see the 10K coming into I see into it you. in my account, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it just goes to shit. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God. Like I remember one day, I think it was around like Christmas. Shit just hit the fan in every which direction, splashed on every single wall and screwed me immensely. I thought I was about to have a nervous breakdown. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I fucking can't. Like I cannot do this job anymore. This is hell on earth this is horrific and then I was like okay well there's something I can do right now like I'll control what I can and I can't control everything and I was like right well I'll get a glass of wine and then I'll just do it again tomorrow yeah absolutely like and sometimes I kind of think like rejection is like life just life's path you know like do you ever like get rejected for something like I just said about college and then kind of look back and be like oh thank thank god mm. you know like oh, okay this didn't happen this way if you just like get really comfortable with like oh that didn't happen for a reason so i'm just gonna go again and like so- sorry i put my mic away from me i am such a firm believer in everything happens for a reason yeah it's just like like as we just said there like we were able to stay together and didn't go through that weird transition mm-hmm. phase that most couples go through when one gets out of college and the other doesn't yeah because we finished up the same year because i finished college or because I failed. Because I was I, like, yes, you did. Because I failed college. college. Yeah. You know, like, there's always little things that happen that keep you on the same path. And, like, it, I, I, I just, I'm a big believer. And obviously, yeah. so are you on that. Well, like, serendipity is a thing. Like, you're going to have to elaborate. Sean just uses these words sometimes. <laughs> I'm not a massive big word user. Serendipity, like, just 
essentially things happening for a reason yeah like things just the universe just aligning in a certain direction sometimes in very weird ways it's like what the hell well how did that happen we had a really interesting car journey the other day with our friend and somehow just came up with a really solid business idea Hmm. like really solid i'm not going to go into this because you don't get to know this yet (laughs) but like that sounded very sassy well i don't want people stealing my idea fair she's excited about the idea i'm okay. really excited not that this. you don't you guys don't deserve to know of course you deserve to know but we just got to put the idea and, and work on stuff first and that's one thing i would say guys about starting any sort of business if you have a good idea just be careful who Keep you it tell to yourself <laughs> be careful who you tell <laughs> anywho we just had this really i don't even know how it ended up just the three of us in the car and what we were even talking about but all of a sudden it was like this bloody spark and it's like holy shit this is such a good idea we need to make this happen yeah like this has to happen and it's this moment of like okay well he wasn't even meant to come over here for the weekend and he ended up coming over we were meant to bring two car to one car we ended up bringing two cards we ended up in the car with him at that time somehow we started talking about something which then lined up to making up this idea and it's just how things like line up series of events yeah Yeah. yeah it's very interesting it's so cool like it's so cool mm-hmm. and it's just how these things happen so like if you get rejected and you fail on something that was meant to happen and i think if you can get that kind of concept in your head it makes it not as crap oh yeah if you get that relationship healthy get mm. healthy and rejection in the same kind of mindset and mm. you're like you're laughing yeah but have we answered michelle's question I feel like you we've see, gone a little off course here, Sean. I do, because, but like, I don't know if we can answer it because I don't understand it. I think they're just a minority, you know? I think all we want to put out is that, like... Because sometimes I'm concerned about this. Like, I, I do think millennials and our our life it's it can be fun it's a, it's a good time and so sometimes it's easy to show the fun side and not the hard side but like what we want to show is just there's millennials out there if you do it right you can have such a like a high quality of life mm. have an absolute ball but you got to grind as well yeah. and i think it's a mindset thing as well like because i feel as a generation and like gen z we're all quite restless we want more we want to travel we want to see more we want to do more we want to be more because mm-hmm. that's who we see on instagram and, exactly. and social media but in like we all want that but i think then we need to add in that we need to work more yeah like i think as actually just as an insight like we just had our first laptop lifestyle week ever this week and um, it might look amazing the the idea of where we are on, a, on an island and we're in this nice house and all that like that that looks amazing but like I've been up at like before seven I think four out of the six days here I was not Sean was not and um, like I've still been putting in like at least seven to hour, eight hours days um, and like still grinding it out like it just it, it looks amazing but a lot of the time you know you you are doing a lot of work in the yeah. background and, and that's, you have to yeah because if you have this idea of a lifestyle that you want to live you need money yeah like you have to earn so i think i think what i think a lot of our generation do understand but i think maybe some people need to understand is like in order to do more see more be more you need to work more mm-hmm. and work smarter yeah 
And I think that's where our generation has an advantage and a really exciting opportunity because we do think big. Very big. And that's probably why a lot of us struggle in in jobs. And we want more because we we think big. And Mm. like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's how you manage that. Yeah. And I guess I would say like, if someone's listening, that's like offended by millennials wanting so much more it's like it's just it is what it is you know that's what's but that's what's happened yeah. like that with technology and like the amount of opportunity in the world right now i think it's just getting to this stage in life where things need to bend a little to allow for the kind of new generation to come in and like stuff mm. like working from home and all this that's, things I need think to become more flexible help a lot yeah but i think that's almost another conversation like creating a workspace that is mil- in little bunny ears like millennial friendly mm-hmm. yeah gen z friendly the the world is changing and i think the corporate world has to adapt that's it yeah because people are different and there's no point in kind of shitting on people being like oh they they want more they 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 are expecting more it's like okay well let's put these are the people now that are going to be our leaders. Mm-hmm. Like they will. And you have to kind of figure out that the world is different. Things are changing and we need to adapt. Yeah. And I'm excited about it. I think it's fantastic. Like I think the ideas and the flexibility and the the, the focus on like work-life balance, but not that it has to be balanced. Like your life should be the majority yeah the the time the times of just like working your whole life for a pension are over yeah they're gone they're gone and be excited about that like be excited that people are going to get to grow up with their kids and spend more time with them and like just travel more and see more like that's that's so exciting i'm sure we'll figure out in like 30 40 years time that like there are gonna be little problems that arise and everything but we'll face i think yeah like we'll be fine like we'll be grand i think the the thing that we said in a couple of podcasts ago like you just make it happen yeah and it's like it'll work out it'll work out Mm. so i don't know if we answered the question per se but i think we ended up having quite an interesting conversation about failure and rejection and how it's important so they always go in interesting ways so i hope you enjoy our little our little rants yeah zach what was your highlight of the week <laughs> um honestly guys i've just like highlighted the week i'm just like feel like i'm alive again i'm such a i didn't realize how much i love the country until i came out to the country and i've just been here the last week i've just been waking up going for strolls and listening to the nature i haven't even bothered listening with podcasts and music because i just go for nice walks i can't um, listen to podcasts around here because i feel like a bear is gonna like just <laughs> eat me but yeah no it's good i'm sitting here in my lumberjack shirt i'm gonna go out and light a fire <laughs> and uh yeah enough said living his best life so he is shauna calls me a simple man but not the offensive way no just he's not like he's simple happy silly. off the simple pleasures yeah he got really offended when i called him a lovely simple man the other day <laughs> because like it's not that he's like simple mentally it's like he just likes simple things yeah <laughs> and you uh, not do you like simple things but what made you happy this week what made me happy this week um saw some really cute puppies but you also hit your goal oh yeah i i don't know why i had to tell you that like i thought you would have been 
The puppies clearly stood out to me more. Still puppies. It's like, Shauna, we can't say puppies every single week. (laughs) Oh, there's so many cute dogs. Um, Yeah, I ended up hitting... So I'd set a goal for myself to hit five clients before I quit my job. However, I kind of just reached a point when I was like, listen, I can't actually balance this anymore, so I'm just going to quit. But I hit five clients this week and I finished up my work this week. So therefore, I did hit five clients before I left my job. Woo! Which just is shows. Fun. Put it out in the universe and serendipity will make it happen. Serendipity. I'm going to take that word to my yeah. fire now and repeat it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zach's going to have fun. I'm going to go and put a laundry load on and we'll catch you next monday i guess yeah enjoy your week stay i always say end in the podcast they're nice chats but i know stay safe have fun work hard (laughs) and um go get rejected yeah (laughs) peace out this is our millennial life helping our generation create their own success essentially we just talk about shit that affects our lives 